The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit FVF.law. And welcome to Swoon Tower Soccer. I am your host, Mike Ellison. And I'm Stephanie Grignola. And we are here to talk to y'all about the boys. Y'all about the boys. <laughs> We're about the boys. We are about the boys. So today we are talking through our epic away match versus DC, skipping so, the middle of the week. Yep. And then we're coming back home versus Vancouver. Yeah. Any listeners out there who um, have an away match report for San Antonio, feel free to like send it to us. But uh, Feel free to ball it up and throw it out the window. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the DC match at Hop Squad and my parents were in town. Yeah, uh, for folks who aren't local to Austin but love Austin FC and Swoon Tower, uh, Hop Squad was the location of the official supporters club watch party, and it's a rat as hell place. So when you come to visit Austin, you should go there. I don't know who's listening to this. That's not from Austin. You just gave me a look. Uh, Austin FC is the greatest club in the world. It does not surprise me that we have inter- many international listeners uh, who can only dream about. Uh, hop squad and uh watch parties with us so what was your mom's take as soon as we got there my mom's not really a sports person but she became one on (laughs) (laughs) that night because i have never seen her so just she was owning the table we were at she was making friends she was talking to people about sewing and jerseys and uh, alterations and she was having a blast. And I think that the fact that the end was so dramatic really got her hooked on the Austin FC experience. Yeah, because the whole beginning of that match sucked. Uh, it was, it was Are we ta- allowed to swear on the show? Suck isn't a swear. Yeah, it is. If it's a swear, Landon will bleep it out, and that's how we'll know. <laughs> okay. On the pitch, it looks like we've got a lot of stuff from this one. Uh, The first one on our list here, it says uh, Josh Wolf, Kendra Scott, Austin FC bracelet. What? So I was taking notes while we were watching, which is why some of these don't make sense or they're things you told me to write down. Uh, This one is not one of those. This one, I think someone just said at the table and I thought it sounded like a good note. So (laughs) is Josh Wolf wearing Kendra Scott, Austin FC bracelet? It sounds like Josh Wolf was wearing a Kendra Scott, Austin FC bracelet. Uh, When do we get ours? Kendra, hit me up. We would love our Austin FC bracelets. Yeah, mostly we're just jealous of Josh uh, getting to rock some cool swag. And yeah, we want ours. Yeah. The next note that we have here is uh, two emojis. It is fire and angry face and Seba. This was you. Yep. Uh, This one was because he was spicy during DC. Uh, He just... He was getting fouled a lot after the after Ola Kamara got the red card in the end of the first half. He got up from that foul and just looked furious. And then I think you uh, could see the end result of that uh, near the end of that match. But 
he wasn't the only one getting spicy though because we had i want to give a shout out to the ref of that match because there was a lot going on and she was incredible she was so fun to watch. Her body language was probably my second favorite part of that match other than the last 10 minutes. Sure. Just watching her. She wasn't taking anything from anybody. She uh, sure was not. And she was giving it to everybody. <laughs> the The amount of times that she tapped her face like, oh, was just so awesome to see uh she kept julio in line all match uh she barely kept, barely uh she kept danny in line all match barely barely uh you know who else was staying in line but slightly further offline than he had been the week before which makes me think maybe he listened to swoon tower and kicked a little bit of that minnesota nice right out of his butt that was Ethan Finley. Are you allowed to say but on this podcast? <laughs> but's definitely not a swear word. Okay. But yeah, he was he was getting a little feisty. He was riled up and he was attacking a lot more than he had against Minnesota. So I was really happy to see that. Yeah, uh, it seems like he's finding his place on the team, which is really, really good to see. Um, let's see. We have a note here that says maybe they won't see. When Maxi was off, when Maxi got that goal that was offsides, it just reminded me of the TikTok sound that was like, "How are they gonna know? They're gonna know. How would they know?" And uh, dude, he was so uh, like, I love that he went and celebrated anyway, yep. even though everyone knew. How are they know? <laughs> well, because he was standing like five feet offside. <laughs> But he tried anyway. He sure did. We've got a lot of kind of random piece together thoughts from this, and they're kind of jumping all over the place. But yeah, at this point, we jump to the end of the match, the very end of the match, where we have come back for the greatest victory in the history of sports. <laughs> Miracle 2 coming to a theater near you uh, this match. Austin coming back from 2-0 down to score three in the last 10 minutes of the match. So cool. And what do we do when we have a cool win? We get Chipotle, Chipotle for dinner. dinner. Uh, one of my favorite social media things that's ever happened was a video that Austin posted after the match because their video team is amazing. Incredible. Uh, but this one was especially brilliant because we heard Josh Wolf celebrating in the background. Boys, let's get Chipotle for dinner. And it was just so hilarious. <laughs> Folks who listen to the show know that like our favorite moment of last year was Danny Pereira complaining about rice at Chipotle. Uh, so for Josh Wolf to like jump in with the Chipotle, uh, just a really great sign that he understands his players. Really important for the chemistry in the locker room. Yeah. And then speaking of the chemistry in the locker room, if you are not part of the Handsome Boys Modeling Football Club in the Los Verdes Slack... Then maybe you missed this photo as it was posted 1,700,000 times. Uh, if you're not on Instagram or Twitter or any social media, maybe if you just, you know, haven't uh, checked your phone for two weeks, you might have missed this photo. If you haven't peeked over Steph's shoulder and <laughs> seen her phone background, uh, maybe you missed this photo. If you haven't driven past Steph and the new decals that she has printed all over the side of her car, uh... Maybe you've missed the photo, but there was a photo. Yeah, it it was a celebratory photo, and it just happened to have a lot fewer shirts than normal. Uh, a lot fewer shirts. A than normal. lot fewer shirts. Maybe even some like shorter shorts than normal. Maybe even some n not shorts 
Uh, there was a lot of flexing going on in the photo. <laughs> there was uh, so much. Everyone looking at everyone's face in that photo and how they wanted to show their either like flexing or the goofy face that Maxie was doing, whatever stoked, Gabrielson was doing. <laughs> yeah, the stoked for a victory face, like the the pure uh, sports faces that some of them were making. Brad Stuver's like rage face yeah. in the background. Like, it, it, tag yourself uh, is what we're saying. Tag yourself in the photo. Uh, tell us who you are. Uh, share it on socials because Steph's not done looking at it. <laughs> sure am not. The other thing that came from the post-match celebrations was Josh Wolf celebrating at the at the death of the match. Tons of fist bumps, jumping up in the air, like... So amped, uh, looking like he won the World Cup out there, uh, shaking his fists in, in celebration to the fans who traveled all the way out to D.C. to watch the match. Yeah, shout out to all the fans who went and watched that, sat in a rain delay for a half an hour. Y'all were the real MVPs, except for the players who were also MVPs. Everyone's uh, an MVP. And the rubber chicken, Pollo, yes. who is the, the real MVP. The real MVP. If you have not heard the story of Pollo, uh, our dear friends at the very serious and very important publication, The False Nine Texas, uh, have a great oral history of the event of uh, Pollo's unjailing. Please go read that. It is wonderful. I think that's DC. Yeah, it was incredible. And I know that everyone who's listening who experienced the match in their own way has their own kind of version of what an amazing night that was. But it just, it doesn't feel like we can ever do it justice. So yeah, I guess watching we'll just... your mom throw beers in the <laughs> air and like spinning around on the chandeliers and stuff like i'll never get over it uh just really scenes at hop squad you know what i mean my mom listens to this and she's gonna be like i did no such thing she did she did and i can prove it and the other thing that definitely happened is we only had two matches to talk about uh so we are going straight to vancouver right yeah so let's let's do a quick pause before we get into our match scott because mike and i have a new home match ritual i guess pre-game thing yeah, that so we're far doing. it's working out great uh so we can't stop yeah and i don't want to because <laughs> we have been getting dinner at the truck halal taza at the sunico right outside the stadium did you say sunico yeah sunoco sunoco right outside the sunico and it is so good I can getting a chicken pita before the match and the guy who runs it is so nice and so cool. Everyone go eat there except after us. So we don't have to wait for you to come out before us. us or before us. Yeah, just not not at exactly time. at the same time, like just like three or four minutes before or after <laughs> is perfect. Uh, we can sit together and eat, but uh, we just we don't want it to become so cool that like we can't get it anymore. Yes. Uh, but also if that happens, that's really great for the guy who runs the truck. So like, I'm also okay with it. Uh, just like also order one extra chicken pita, two extra chicken pitas and one extra order of fries for us. Their fries are incredible. Some of the best fries I've ever had. Uh, one of the best things is we just recently found out that Q2 allows you to bring food in from the outside according to the rules. And so we brought in French fries to this Vancouver match and ate them during halftime. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and what else happened, like, actually 
in the match. Well, let's. Or let's, do we want to talk about? Let's talk about Ray Ray. Let's. I can do you one better. Let's talk to Ray Ray. Hi, Ray Ray. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, what a good boy. All right, Ray Ray, we've got some questions for you. Yeah, Ray Ray, I wanted to know what's your favorite part about being a capo? Oh, really? No. That's <laughs> and so cool. what, Ray Ray, is your favorite chant to lead? <laughs> That's our favorite to sing. That's perfect. Ray Ray, can you sit? Can I get a sit? Sit? Ray Ray, can you give us? <laughs> can you give us a? <laughs> Ray Ray, can you give us a pa 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 pa? Yeah! yeah! Thank you, Ray Ray. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. You. So we know that's not like Ray Ray the Capo, right? What? Ray Ray is a dog. Ray Ray is a sweet little boxer mixed dog. Who, That's not the guy in the microphone who yells, where the f*** are you from? We definitely can't say that on this podcast. He says it. <laughs> so Ray Ray is a ball of sunshine. He's so sweet. He does little tricks. He laid down. He rolled over. He gave his paw. That he... explains so much. <laughs> Thank you so much again to Susie and everyone at Austin Pets Alive for letting us talk to these sweet angels every week. If you are looking for a dog to adopt or a cat or another animal, go to Austin Pets Alive and check out one of these sweet, sweet baby loves of your life. I thought it was weird when he licked me, but like I figured he was just amped for the game, you know? They're so sweet and they really just need loving homes to shower them with all of the affection that they deserve. So make sure you check out the link. I We don't have a direct link for Ray Ray, but we do have links for the past couple pups that we've interviewed over the past couple episodes. So make sure that if you or someone you know is in the market for a new best friend send him over to APA. Um, can we talk about little Sebastian coming home? Speaking of, uh, speaking of adoptions, <laughs> speaking of adoptions, <laughs> it was just so good to see Sebastian Burhalter come back to Austin. He was pretty stoked when we yelled out, we love you. Say welcome home. And uh, then his teammate made fun of him walking <laughs> behind him and was like, we love you. Seba. <laughs> it was very funny but we do it was good to see him and it was so cute to see him and danny like yeah. get to reconnect they traded jerseys after the match they Spoilers. were just so well i mean <laughs> no i mean it, it happened yeah. <laughs> it was super sweet to see uh just watching them reconnect and best friends <laughs> um speaking of best friends josh wolf and the line judge I don't think that was a best friend, like, butt tap that was happening. I thought he was giving him a good game. No, I don't think so. I think he was telling him to get the heck out of the way because Josh Wolf was on the sideline through the whole thing. Well, sure, but I thought it was like, hey, man, your team's up 2-0. Good job. No. Like, give him a little butt tap. I don't think so. So the line judge literally <laughs> just had to tap Josh Wolf on the butt a couple times as he was running back and forth. Get in your box. Hey, Go back to your home. Those tactics look really great. Good job. <laughs> you know? I don't think so. There was, we had a lot of sidelines. There was a Chat. lot of stuff going on. It yeah. was really fun. I think for the whole second half of the match, I wasn't actually watching a lot of the match. <laughs> I was watching a lot of warm-ups. I was watching a lot of Josh Wolf because Josh Wolf was super animated during this match. 
Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I, I was watching a lot of the players warming up mm-hmm. because in the second half of the match, right, uh, there was a lot more time spent on the far end of the field away yes. from us uh, than there was close to us. Yes. And so one of the things that I paid attention to most was Owen Wolf. Oh, my goodness. He's so like... Uh, like a 17 year old ball of energy you know puckish is the word that i would use for this but i don't know if that's like (laughs) that's a crossing over my podcast yeah you're crossing streams yeah uh but yeah like he just has this vibe of i'm gonna cause some trouble i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna mess around a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna get under my own teammate's skin so he's standing next to felipe and first of all he stands Owen Wolf stands so close to whoever he's next to that he's overlapping shoulders with them. Whoever it is, he is like in there, in their space, in their business. And at one point, I don't know, he and Felipe had this little like hand slap, like when you your hands are down by your side and you just slap each other's hands away. Yeah, it looked like Owen was trying to tickle Felipe or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Like, it was just so silly and so light. And so fun. Yeah. Felipe, just in general on the sidelines, he was singing along to Cinco Doce. They were Cinco Uno Dosing the whole time, <laughs> uh, looking up into the crowds. I know that someone had got a shot on their camera of Felipe looking up and waving, and then their daughter just like freaking out about it. And he's just cool. He's super cool. Felipe's super cool. My favorite thing about watching him warm up this week was that he was warming up on time to the music being played in the stands and the songs that we were singing, which was really fun to see. Like everybody else is jogging in place at whatever BPM. And here's Felipe, like keeping time with the music. It was really fun. Yeah. It was very cool to get to, to get to see that and other spicy stuff that happened on the sidelines. I don't, this is not anything anyone would catch unless I think they're in like our section, but when the ball boy, do you call them ball boys in soccer? Yeah. Okay. When the ball boy tried to get tricky with his feet and then he ended up nutmegging himself and he was so embarrassed. And so now, of course, we're calling him out on this podcast for doing it. But like it was the long, the most long drawn out thing I've ever seen because he tried to like (laughs) kick it back to himself and then he tried to like flick it and it went between his legs and then he tried to pick it up with his hands and it went past him and he couldn't grab it and it was like the Benny Hill theme was playing in the background and I just felt so bad for this sweet boy. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. Uh, Anytime that we are ahead and something distracting can happen that might throw the the tempo or the match off, give me more of that, you know? If if the ball boy goes to pick up the ball and give it to somebody and he's messing around with it instead, uh, <laughs> perfect, perfect work. I am so proud of the ball boy. <laughs> Speaking of proud, all of the celebrations. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So we got the magic fingers one. We got uh, snakes. Yeah, this snake thing is incredible and if you watched brad stuver's post-match interview that was supposed to be maxi so they asked him all the questions they were going to ask maxi anyway and he did his best and he answered a bunch of them he did apparently this snake thing has been just happening in the locker room or in training someone will just Just come up to you and do the snake thing and stuver's reaction to it is I don't know what that means but cool (laughs) it's just so classic a dude who's not in on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I 
I love it because, and I don't know why, I don't know why it made this like direct correlation with me. But anytime I see a cobra style snake, which I guess is when you do a hand snake, that's, you know, it's got the, is the that hood. A cobra? I think so. Uh, I don't know if anyone out there has seen the chipmunks great adventure. You know, the chipmunks and the chipettes, they go around the world and hot air balloons. There are like diamonds and dolls and there's a whole thing. But they huh. sing this whole song with snakes and it's called Getting Lucky. And so now all I can think when I see the pictures of them doing this snake celebration or the videos of them doing this snake celebration is the chipettes singing about getting lucky. And if that's not some Swoon Tower correlation happening in my brain, I don't know what is. So... In the song, Yippee. are, are they are they singing to the snakes? Tell me what I need to do to get lucky with you. I hope. Yeah, yeah, that's to the snakes. To the snakes. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to like seduce the snakes so that they can escape this temple. <laughs> it's a very complicated plot, Mike. So, okay. Uh, anyway, we got lucky on Saturday night with this match. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to say one thing about the snake celebration <laughs> and then move. Does it have to, to do with the chipmunks still? No. <laughs> oh. It has to do with Alex Ring when he like mm. ran up into the circle and then he saw they were doing the snakes and he was like, oh, come on, the snakes again? Like, that was the reaction that he had as he, like, slapped Felipe around a little bit and then, like, ran off to celebrate with other people who weren't doing the snakes. I guess Ring's just not cool enough for snakes. Or maybe he's maybe he's afraid of snakes. Maybe he is afraid of snakes. I mean, I'm, af- I'm, I'm afraid of some snakes. I'll admit that. I'll admit that on the podcast. That's very brave of you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. All right. One more thing that we had in this match, and I think it's a good way to kind of cap off that vancouver experience is diego after playing for what was it 240 minutes seven hundred thousand hours in a row yep seven million uh days 646 billion seconds five hundred and twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes yep in a row how do you measure diego's career uh he took the long way off the pitch and had a water fight with some of the supporters as he walked off, grabbed a water bottle from the ground, sprayed it in all their faces. And I just can't imagine the utter exhaustion that he must have been feeling. And still, like, going to party with the, yep. the, with the fans. Yeah. Like, here he is, walking off. He's too tired to even time waste. <laughs> sure. And he's still going to go, like, have water, water, fight. water gun fight. Like yeah. it, it just so fun. Yeah, it was it was really great to see, and it was just a cool moment to I think cap off his his three very hardworking matches. Yeah, and then he told Chris Bills in the elevator. Apparently, hey Chris, I'm still as spry as ever. So that's a thing that happened. Oh, according well, to Chris Bills, I believe Chris Bills, and <laughs> that Diego is is as spry as ever. So uh, if you need more on that story, listen to the Striker Texas podcast. All right. Let's wrap this shindig up with some social media standouts. You know whose name is not on this list of social media? No, who? Danny Pereira. Danny, what's going on, man? Might be the first and only time we are not chatting about Danny uh, on this podcast. But that's okay because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Like, congratulations, we've got 
a couple babies happening, I guess. Uh, Hector Hector Jimenez announced that uh, they are pregnant with their second baby. What I most appreciated about this Instagram post is the Mumford and Sons lyric that was attached to it, where you invest your love, you invest your life. And I really like that song. It's a beautiful song. And it was a great caption to mark a really exciting thing in his life. It, that's a Mumford song? Yeah. Awake My Soul. Okay. Yeah, they repeat it a lot. They also say, in these bodies we will live, in these bodies we will die. That's right before it. But I assume that wasn't the most appropriate quote. To- <laughs> probably not. You're probably <laughs> He right. took the second half of that line instead. Sure. Good choice. Makes sense. Makes <laughs> sense. Uh, the other baby that we are celebrating this week uh, is Johan Romagna's baby girl. Mm-hmm. New baby girl. So cute. Can't believe she's like 60 pounds mm-hmm. and five foot two. Uh, she looks so small in Romagna's arms. <laughs> Romagna is just so massive and this baby <laughs> is so tiny and it is just so precious. It's, it's so cute. So Congratulations. Yeah. Also, congratulations to the younger boys on their boat party. (laughs) Uh, The fact that this is the first time we've seen Kippy on a boat. Shocking. Shocking. Truly, truly shocking. Man looks like he was born on a boat, though. We don't know that he wasn't. The video of him being on the boat. Like, talk about a guy who's moving around a boat like he lives there. Yeah. So Just so natural. If you check out Float on Boat Rentals uh, on Instagram, it's not a paid advertisement. but Not yet. Float on, you owe us. Let's go. Yeah, get us on a boat. Uh, there's a series of pictures, and it's just... <laughs> I just clicked through again and saw Kippy dancing across the boat because that's where he lives. And it looked like they had a blast. They were out on the lake and it just looked like a really beautiful day and a really fun time for relaxing and, and some celebrating some dubs. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, very you, cute. You can tell the boys are having a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of barbecue and happening. There's a lot of uh, talks about vibes. Finally, people are asking the right questions in post game <laughs> interviews. Somebody asked Brad Stuver, what are the vibes like, man? And like. That is the that is the question mm-hmm. of the decade, right? Talk about the vibes. Speaking of vibes, yeah. Though I, I do my new social media mission uh, to to make sure that all the vibes stay good vibes is I've recently started every time Rodney Reddy's posts on Instagram. I will immediately go to the comments and just scour them all just to make sure no one's being cruel to him. And I don't think anyone would be, but like, you know, there's chat. People are less than impressed, you might say, uh, in the the discourse surrounding Austin FC. But I protect those comment sections like it is my job. Protect Rodney at all costs. Protect Rodney Redes at all costs. He's just so sweet. He just is so, he just seems so pure. He seemed so excited with his new niece, like so cute in the car with her. Just really pure. So everyone stay nice to Rodney. Yeah. We got to build Rodney up so that he, he can be his best self in training and on the like game day pitches. Absolutely. Um, One of the last things we wanted to shout out was our new Special Olympics unified team. Uh, so Felipe and uh, Galley were at the signings last week, 
and it just looked like a really great event. It looked really fun, uh, really cool. Andy Lochnan was there to hang out with the athletes and facilitate all the signings. So congratulations to that team. Uh, we're looking forward to whenever we get to see y'all play. Speaking of Andy Lochnan, I know you just said this is like the last thing we're talking about, but I did want to bring up Andy Lochnan has the Lego Adidas Ultra Boost shoes. I ran into him at Juiceland. He says he listens. That's pretty cool. Uh, but I complimented him on his shoes, and he said they're really comfortable. Uh, so if anyone was on the fence about how comfortable they are, just know the president of the club says very. You heard it here first, folks. He told me it's not news, and I told him that's not true. <laughs> Anything is news if you put it on a podcast. That's right. Speaking of, Maxi and Seba doing the snake all the time. It's the best. That's my new wallpaper. Steph, who gets your jersey over the past two weeks? It's Diego. For the amount of minutes that he played in a row for everything that he did. And then for his interview on the ATX FC show where he pulled up the the picture of the chicken and Poyo has a name where he pulled up the picture of Poyo and what do you say? Next goal. He's going to celebrate with Poyo. Yeah. He wants the real one. Next goal. He's running to the stands to find Poyo. And he's flipping over the picture frame with a picture of Josh Wolf on the back of it. it Oh, it's just is a very, he's so funny. I love Diego. He's, he's great. And he's worked his butt off for the whole season, but especially last week, what a superstar what an incredibly motivated and talented athlete he's the best and so he is he's my he's the man of my shirt this week what a guy what a guy (laughs) hey y'all thank you so much for listening um as always i've been mike ellison i'm stephanie crignola i guess that's how we're ending it one day we'll figure this out (laughs) 